Good evening. I'm Rick Dancer and welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer on a Monday, five o'clock. We do our shows Monday through Thursday, sometimes Friday at five o'clock. We have awesome sponsors. So when you find out about our sponsors, we'd love it if you would give them a little love or business. Um, our sponsor for tonight is Buck Sanitary Service. And as I always say, I understand if you got to go and it's not a Bucks, I don't expect you to wait to find a Bucks. Um, but if you're having an event or a family reunion or uh, a friend of mine out in Camp Creek just had a big thing, please give Scott and Lisa a call and get at your porta potty. They also do showers, portable showers for weddings, um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, use our clients because that's what makes it so we can bring you this awesome content and talk about things that a lot of people just don't want to talk about. And tonight we're going to talk about one of those things that um, is being talked about all over the country, uh, but not broadly. And it's uh, about returning to school, your children this fall, and are they going to be wearing masks or not? And talking to us, I have a couple of parents here and I'm going to put you there. Actually, I'm going to move all around because there, that all, I, I knew how I wanted to look. Kelly Kane, Andrew Black, um, a couple of ordinary parents. And I use that word in a totally great way, not saying anything bad, but you're just parents that all of a sudden said, Hey, we want to make sure we have a say in the fall, what's going on with, with our kids and our neighbor's kids and that kind of stuff. Either one of you can just start and, and tell people what you're doing. Okay, sure. <laughs> Kelly, you want to go or do you want me to? Go ahead. All right. Well, um, you know, it's actually a simple message. Uh, we're trying to convince our local school board here in uh, Eugene, 4J School District, to make masks optional in the fall. Um, and that's all we're trying to do is, and we're trying to help other parents figure out how to write letters and, and call the appropriate people and make public comments at the board, board meeting. Because what you're finding is a lot of parents don't uh, don't know. I mean, we have jobs and other things. I knew because I had to work in the news business, but a lot of people don't really understand how this system works. And a, a lot of voices is what's going to change a direction or make something happen. And it's a lot easier for people that complain than it is for people who are going in and saying, we, we just want to make sure our voices are heard. And that's what you guys are doing with this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we really want to encourage everyone in the community to, to speak up on this. Um, you know, our children's health is our whole responsibility as a community. Um, so, of course, parents are, you know, probably more aware of working with the school board. Um, but just giving a place for people to kind of come together and um, share ideas and, you know, work to get the masks made optional, you know, the mask regulations removed. So, and, and I don't want you either to address this, but I'm going to address it. Just, oh, Chris, can you tell me what school you're in? Somebody says our school has already been put out an email, said they are optional. So um, you're getting some, some blowback from some people who are making this into issues that has nothing to do with, and we're not going to even mention those issues, but it's all these other hot button issues when your issue strictly is we don't, we want to have it optional that our kids don't have to wear a mask if they don't want to. Right. So um, the Oregon Department of Education and the Oregon Health Authority released kind of a framework um, for school districts. And it basically says that mass um, face coverings are strongly advised, but they leave the decision up to the district. So a lot of people's districts are making them optional, 
Um, 4J, Springfield, and Bethel have not come out yet and said what their plan is. So we're hoping we can um, you know, share our voices and our opinion with them at the school board meetings and through emails um, and through other communications so that they hopefully you know, follow suit with some of those other districts that have made that choice already. So Monica writes on here, Bethel sent out an email saying masks are optional. Monica, I got that email and it doesn't, and I'm not arguing with you, I really am not trying to. It says um, that I saw they're asking questions. It doesn't look to me like they've made a decision. They sent out a flyer that's due out, I think, next week. And, and it's, it was asking people their opinions. So that's one of the reasons this group is together is to inform people that you need to fill out those forms because um, everybody else is going to. Um, so Harrisburg, it sounds like to Chris, that yeah. they have said they've said that masks are not going to be required. Yeah, that's great. Um, Portland's requiring masks in all indoor settings just announced this afternoon. Uh, Kimberly emailed Springfield, 4J and Bethel. I have an email that works for all districts and I'm only a parent in one district. But I think people do not realize you do not even need to be a parent to contact the district and ask for optional masks. I didn't know that. Did you guys know that? Yeah, I. My, so my daughter is not in school yet. She's too young. Um, but I'm just concerned about this issue. So I've been writing into the boards um, kind of preemptively. You know, I want her future in school to to you know, be bright. And I just feel like if masks continue, I don't really, I don't see when they will stop if, if we don't stop them now. Is, is part of the problem for you guys, like Andrew, either one of you could answer this. The science doesn't back up having masks on kids under 12. It, it, I mean, I heard a figure the other day that 75 million people, kids in this country under, under 18 and three, a little around 300 or so have died from COVID the whole time. More kids have died from pneumonia and other diseases than from COVID. And it's and I think that's what people are asking, like the next person. Um, gotcha. Oh, Monica. OK, good. Oh, my God, Rick. When does the insanity stop? Tony, the, the, this all stops when people start standing up and, and using their voice. Um, you know, and, and it, it, I cannot reiterate that enough is you need to tell them what you think. And if you think it's, oh God, nobody's going to do the right thing. You have to be aware of this. Um, my son will be wearing a mask in school. See, and, and that is how it should be, Josh, is if you, if you want to, that's a great thing. Um, we're on the verge of pulling to a private school because they are not listening to the parents. Well, I think, what do you guys think about that? Well, I mean, I, I can tell you, I want to tell you why I'm not scared to send my son to school without a mask. Um, I've looked at the Oregon Health Authority data. I've looked at the hospitalization rates uh, for school-aged children. And for kids nine and younger, the rate of hospitalization reported by the OHA is 1.2% if they get COVID. For kids that are from 10 years old to 19-year-olds, if they get COVID, their hospitalization rate is 0.8%. And for both age categories, the OHA reports a 0% probability of dying from COVID. So this truly is, the data in Oregon truly shows that COVID, it represents a very low risk to our children. And I actually believe now that wearing a mask seven hours a day, five days a week will represent a greater risk to my son's physical and, 
and mental health than COVID. Now, Sean says the parents aren't always right. But Sean, would you, and you may not agree, but I'm going to ask, but I think as a parent, I do have responsibility over my child. I don't anymore because they're in their thirties, but you know, until the age of 18, um, that is my, that's my business and it's not anybody else's. That's kind of, that's where I come from. Mm -hmm. um, what about you guys? What do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's definitely the right of the parent to make decisions based, you know, to um, the, but whatever is best for our children's health should be the right of the parent to decide. And so if you think that masks are the best choice, then that's your right. But by the same token, it should be our right to, you know, choose not to have them in masks. And, and what I think is interesting, too, is it's really easy for people to go, oh, well, then because and I'm not putting this on you. I've seen this with me. Oh, then you're a white supremacist. Oh, you're anti-vax. Oh, you're this. No, I want responsibility for my, I just want to say, and I think if parents out there want their kids in a mask, then they should be have, and there should be no shame in wearing one or not wearing one. It should be an optional thing for kids and their parents. And then the kids that want to, their parents want them to wear one, then they should wear one and, and wear it with pride and, and other kids should shut up and let them do it. It's nobody's business. Yeah. And there's language in that framework that um, was released that specifically addresses that saying, you know, if you choose to implement some of these measures, like you shouldn't have, you know, any blowback. So I think they've addressed that part. So you guys have a group of about 30 people and then more people online. And you're really just meeting to educate each other about how you go about this properly rather than just, you know, you're not like flying off the handle and waving, you know, banners or anything like that. You're just a bunch of parents going, how do we make sure that we're heard? Exactly. You know, we're, we're just trying to support each other in figuring out what message, what message makes sense to the school board. But we're also encouraging people, hey, just let them know the simple thing here is that we do not want our children masked in the fall. We're happy they're going to school, but don't mask them. Um, and we're encouraging people to go to the school board meeting and, and make those comments. Um, so. Sean, you say this isn't a matter of shaming. This is a matter of public health. Um, we've seen the statistics. We've seen the science. Um, the public health that the science says these kids are not in a huge risk. And we've heard that from the CDC. We've heard it from everybody. So how come it keeps changing, Sean? That's what I want to know. How come this all keeps changing the message and now it's all of a sudden it's a public health thing. Um, but what if it's your kid, you know? And think, to that point too, oh, sorry, Andrew, but well, there I, have I, been studies looking at um, states across the US and it shows that um, mandatory mass rules made no difference in the case rates in school. Um, and then there's also been studies looking at case rates in school versus in the community. And there's also no difference um, there. So you know, the idea that maybe kids are trans transmitting it more, that's false. Um, so right. science really does back up our position. Yeah, and I think like it's not fair to diminish the negative impact that masking has on mental health and just the isolation that it causes. It's harder for kids to meet friends when they're all masked up. Um, yeah, language development issues, um, you know, social, uh, cues are lost. Um, I think we mentioned the anxiety that a lot of children um, experience. 
sometimes kids are shamed when they're not wearing it properly. So that can also be a source of anxiety. Um, and just having that, you know, blocking your airway, just, you know, physically not being able to breathe as well with it on. Um, yeah, you know, I, th I think that it's also like, um, well, we're asking, we're asking the school board um, to go against CDC recommendations on it. I mean, the CDC has come out and said that they think kids over two, year, two years of age should be masked. Um, you know, and some people want to like um, abdicate their responsibility of being a parent to different agencies. Well, I don't, you know, I think that after 16 years of constantly every day advocating for my son's mental health and physical health, that I have a pretty good idea of what the right choice is for my son. And I think other parents should be um, making those types of choices for their for their kids as well. So that's why I'm all about making it mask optional in the fall. So Josh says, what happens when the new strain, or I'm gonna say if and when the new strain gets here, are you going to be doing homeschooling again? Do you mean us as a culture, Josh, or? Um, I'm gonna give you another one to answer, you two, okay? Um, so Nancy says, so all of you who think you deserve the choice to have your child not wear a mask are just saying you don't give a damn about the well-being of other children. Again, the science doesn't back up that stance. So um, it, I think we are doing this because we care about the well-being of all children. Um, I think we just have kind of an extreme disagreement there. And yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. I think that question is, you know, it's it's a, it's a very awkward question. I, I'm not even going to answer it because it seems like it's almost it's almost like someone's trying to say that we don't give a damn about other children, which is which is a foolish thing to say. And Nancy says, "I'm so entirely fed up with people who are not taking the appropriate steps to make sure others do not get sick and die." Well, I mean, Nancy should stay home if she feels uncomfortable out in public, but school school children need to, you know, see their peers face to face, see their smiling faces, and they're in the lowest risk category of all exactly. the world's population. And yet, who is being required to mask this fall? As far as I can tell, it's just school children. Everyone else is out here mask free. So, Nancy, the other thing I'd ask you is, you know, what, what, where's the science to back up your claim? Um, you know, we were following the science for a long time and then all of a sudden we didn't follow the science anymore because it wasn't all that convenient. But the science says uh, there's 75 million kids under the age of 18 and only about 300 died from COVID, more died from pneumonia. Do we put masks on for pneumonia? We put masks on for anything else like that. Um, and you know, you're obviously on the other side of this issue. You and I know each other. Um, but yeah, you know, to say that to people, Here's the bottom line. These folks just want a voice. They have children. They do care about other kids. In fact, they care about other kids so much they think they should be socialized this way. And that's what it is. And, um, you know, I think, are, are, are you guys kind of of the mind that it's like, we're just not going to go back and do this again? Um, you saw how much damage it did to children the first time around. That's my hope. And yeah. I think, you know, we're obviously focused on the kids, but there's also the teachers, the staff, there's people that need to ride public transportation to get to work. All these people still have to wear masks too right now. Um, or, you know, if their district decides that that's the way they're gonna go. So we're hoping that, you know, if, if districts choose in our favor, it will benefit more 
more than just the kids, you know, it's, it's our whole community. And so Sean, you said, why take the risk? There are more people dying because they don't get, take precautions. Well, really, what I'd like to see I, the numbers. I, where did you, where, you cite some information that we can see. Oh, you want me to cite, we're gonna have a citing contest here. And he says his kids would be going in a mask. And that's what all they're asking for is the right for kids to be able to go with a mask for parents such as yourself who see these things as dangerous and for parents who don't, uh, that they would be able to do what they want to do. And I don't understand why the blowback from that. Um, it make it, it's, it, I, I do not understand. So for people that want your, your main message here is really to get involved that you want people and it's best to be at that meeting. You can write letters if you can't be, but the best thing is numbers do things when people show up. Um, it will do things and um, and you need to be involved in this or you, you really have nothing to say. You know what I mean? If you, if, I always used to think this was kind of interesting when people didn't. Um, um, well, and you, Sean, I'm going to I see you coming up here. I'm just curious where you're hearing this because I haven't heard it yet. Well, you might want to change the sources where you get your information. Um, you know, I get my information from left and right and middle and all kinds of places. But I could guide you to someone, but I'll talk to you personally about that because you, uh, you'll just make, you'll just poke it out about there. So anyway, Sean, you should get to that council meeting too, or that, uh, that city meeting and talk to them again. If they make a rule again, my kids will not attend. So get involved, Brittany, and contact these parents and this group. I put the name up there. Uh, they're on Instagram, not on Facebook, but on Instagram and also Telegram. And again, Kelly, what's the name? Smiles in schools, no spaces. And and that's how you can get involved and find out more. When is that school board meeting um, for 4J that you were talking about? 4J is uh, August 4th at 7. And then uh, Springfield is August 9th at 7. And you guys, Bethel did. I have a copy of it. Someone gave it to me. They did send out a form um, for Bethel parents. And it's a really simple form. I, I Actually, I think it's a really good idea. I mean, it was a pretty simple form and you can fill that out and send that back to the district and that will get your opinion in there. Um, that's a smart idea. 4J and Springfield should have done that too. Um, and anyway, and people are, are thanking you for speaking out, you guys, and taking this on. I know you said you've found yourself in the middle of the fray. Um, <laughs> anytime in this culture right now, we speak out and do you know something that's right, that we believe to be right, you will get um, hammered for that. Um, but you know what? Um, that's that's kind of what we all need to be doing again. So if you are supportive of masks, then you should tell the districts you want masks. And if you don't want your kids in masks, and then what would happen if we just all got, this is when you can make everybody happy. We could all do what we think is best for our children. What a novel idea. <laughs> you guys, thanks again for joining me. I really appreciate it. Okay. Rick, thank you so much. Thank you, Rick. All right, go, go to your meeting. Have okay. a good night. Okay, you guys, so this is sponsored by Buck Sanitary Service. I wanted to bring up one other thing. Um, it has nothing to do with this, what they were just talking about, but um, I'm getting a ton of emails at uh, Sacred Heart Peace Health Riverbend is starting tomorrow, I think this is, and this could be, you can explain, you can inform me if there's any of you out there. It's gonna start having, requiring that people who work at the hospital have a little badge or a sticker on their badge that identifies them as not being vaccinated. And I've had a number of calls from people um, expressing, expressing concern over that. 
And, um, you know, I don't know if any of you are involved in that thing. They don't want to come on and talk because obviously they could get in a lot of trouble. But I think as a community, we need to start looking at this stuff and speaking up about it. Um, I, I, I know that it's being done because I've had a number of emails from that. I'm not, um, I am not, that doesn't, I don't think that's a great idea, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. And, uh, but if you know someone or if that is correct, I have the information from a current employee and screenshots of that statement. Yeah, so that's um, going on out there. And I don't know, Kimberly, did you know if that's starting tomorrow? That's what I'd heard. Um, but I think we, um, as a community, need to kind of figure out, um, are we going to start labeling one another for our medical decisions? Um, are we, you know, is that is that how we do things in our community? Is um, point people out because they disagree with us? I, I think this is a little, a little bit scary and a little bit insane. Um, I don't have meetings on South Lane, um, but you could check with them. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up, they're coming after them. So hold on, my train's gonna go by. Oh, so Kimberly says they're putting a, I'll have to check, but they're putting a sticker on vaccinated employee badges. Okay, so that might be what it is. Um, they're coming. It's it's uh, odd. I may have to call tomorrow and find out more about what that is. Um, so that it could, either way, they're 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 going to be standing out from the from the crowd. You guys, I did a um, I did a little live thing on my page today, um, and I thought um, I just kind of wanted to talk with you a little bit about that. Is you know I think we just have to get to a point where we we just tell our truth, what our truth is. And um, we have to speak up. And um, in the end, we're all gonna be probably a little bit wrong, but it is our community. And I think when this first started, we all didn't know anything. And so we were nervous and nobody wanted to speak out because you didn't wanna be wrong or you didn't wanna be the person that was, you know, they were saying you're gonna kill people if you don't do this and that. Well, I think we've all been through this for a long time and we've kind of learned. Um, and I think what we need to do is be speaking up in our communities and not not protesting and yelling. But you know what? We, we talk a lot about equity and equality, two different things, but equality. Why is it that I allow people to offer their opinions on my page without accusing or bullying? And yet when I want equal treatment to be able to say my truth and what I believe to be true, I get called a white supremacist, a racist, a right alt, an alt right. Um, I had a lady yesterday call me, I'm disgusted with you because, you know, basically, because you don't agree with me. Why is that if we're in a world of equity and equal treatment, which is what we're supposedly looking for, why is that okay? In a world where we're trying to eliminate racism, why is it okay to pick on me for my race when I would not do that to somebody else for their race. Why is that okay? It's not. And even speaking up about this will get you in a lot of trouble. Put up a billboard, gets you in a lot of trouble. But here's the thing I know. There's a lot more people out there 
who are not on. I have so many people who don't agree with me on about 50 plus percent of what I what I do. And one of them is my wife. <laughs> but God, people, this is insanity. It's absolutely insanity. You're telling me not to be racist and then you can be racist against me because of the color of my skin. That's not that that's hypocrisy. You can't do that. I mean, and, and hold your head up, you know? So just because you disagree with me, then you get to call me names like junior high school students. Come on. I mean, God, we're adults. We live in a community together. A few parents don't want their kids to have a mask on and they get obliterated by a bunch of, of trolls behind a screen. Instead of just saying, you know, I disagree with you. And if, you know, maybe the best thing people could do is just turn off your damn television. You know what? Go get your information. Yeah. I would love to tell people where to get alternate information, but all you're going to do is then label me because that's the culture we live in. Oh, you're this, you're that. I'm as far from a right wing alt as anybody can be. Oh, and you don't believe that. And then, and then they go on other pages and they start ragging about me, about things about my hair, about my personality, about um, any, all kinds of other things that have nothing to do with any issue. And so this is what we're able to stoop to as a community. We're going to label people as this or that. No, we, we can't go down this very slippery, disgusting road. And it's not, it, it, it's just, you can't. And, and, and I believe we can stop it. But if each one of us sat down and said, like these parents, you know, they're just trying to figure out how to get the word out for them. And I've lost my objectivity. I don't have to have objectivity. I'm not a reporter anymore. I'm a businessman who is, is uh, getting the word out on things. And I don't, I'm not a journalist anymore. Give that up people. Um, and, and if I was, all they're doing is the same thing, but they're doing only one side of one issue. So it's not okay, but I hear it from the right as well. Many people have lost the ability. Eric, I totally agree with you. It is, it is the right. It is the left. Um, it's a, it's not, I'm not, I'm not saying it's the left. I never said it was the left. Um, and Nancy, yes, you've lost your objectivity. It's a tough year. I understand. Don't, don't belittle me. <clears throat> I'm tired of the bullshit. That's what it is. It's not a tough year. It's bullshit. It is people that we have lost the ability to not get our way. We've lost the ability to not, um, oh, to work together. We've lost compromise. What happened to compromise? You know, I just heard Peter Courtney recently talking. Yeah, Sean, when you get the regular traditional media to give us some of their sources, then 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 let's play the game. So it's okay for them to do it, but not for me to do it. Oh, come on. That's just ridiculous. Anyone who sends their child to school without a mask is saying they do not care. Nancy, that's you can't say that. You you cannot say that. That's that's part of the problem. You're part of the problem. That is just bullshit. 
they're reading the science and what the science is showing, Nancy. And maybe you need to go do that as well. So you speak on both sides respectively. But see, Danny, I think I do too. And you know what? But that's not what's that's not what makes people happy. They on they're gonna try to tie me into the a right wing, whatever, and this and that. And the bottom line is um, we have got to find a way to find solutions here, like Holly says. I'm with you, line, your line of thinking, let's talk solutions. So we need to come up with some solutions. And to me, in the school thing, having it optional is a perfect solution because that way parents who are concerned about the mental health of their children, they get what they need. And parents who are concerned that their children, don't, they don't want them around that, they have a mask too. That's how you do it. You don't force everybody to believe what you believe. But Nancy, that's what you're trying to do. Which Nancy are you talking to? Oh, I'm sorry, Nancy Smith. I think you were the one who said, um, oh, it's not me. <laughs> no, there's two Nancys, Nancy uh, Willard and you. On yours, when I was talking to you, you've lost your objectivity, Rick. It's been a tough year. I have not lost my objectivity. Um, I've lost my tolerance for bullshit. I've lost my tolerance for unkindness. I've lost my tolerance for people who Take, make things personal rather than sticking to the issues. I've lost my tolerance for people who preach we follow the science, but don't even look at the science. I've lost my tolerance for people who, who watch the traditional media and suck it like a, a nipple and, and then turn around and look at everything else as being a lie. Um, I've lost my tolerance for that. Yes. And it's never coming back. Um, I've also lost my tolerance for people in a community that try to shut down people who are asking questions and then go after these parents and say, you're white supremacists because you want masks in their schools. Yeah, the people are saying that to them. I've lost my tolerance for a place that um, is going to start labeling people, going to start making us label whether we are or aren't in the right group. When what if you're in the wrong group? What if you don't even know what group I'm in? Why should I have to tell you my VAC status? It's none of your business. So that's what I'm intolerant of. And that's what I'm tired of. Has it been a tough year for all of us? Yes. Now, why can't we just get along? Why can't we stop putting our values on other people? You know why? Because the government and the media has scared the shit out of you. And you really are buying into what they're selling and I don't buy into it. I'm sorry, when I see inconsistencies as a reporter, I'm a damn good journalist. And when I see inconsistencies in things, I call them out. Where's the media calling out the inconsistency in here? They're not. That's not journalism. What I'm doing is journalism. Am I being biased? No, I'm asking questions that need to be asked. And that's what I do. And if you don't like it and it makes you uncomfortable, you may need to ask yourself why. But don't pick on me. Don't pick on my family. Don't pick on my hair. Don't pick on all this trite bullshit. Stick to your issues and ask questions. Um, and if you want to have a serious conversation about where to get other information, you're going to have to meet me for coffee. I'm not writing it on here because I've seen what you do with what I write. And you know the good thing? I'm not even mad or angry. I am just done. Just done. So I want to thank those parents for having the guts to not know even what they're doing. 
<clears throat> and they're figuring it out to go before the school board and just say, hey, we don't want our kids to wear masks. That's all they're doing. And Nancy, not Nancy Smith, Nancy Villard, you don't get to call people out because they disagree with you. You could be wrong. You could be wrong. Huh? Imagine that. Just think about it. You could be wrong. But to say that to parents anyway, I want to thank Buck Sanitary for sponsoring our show. Um, <clears throat> and again, the latter part of this had nothing to do with those teachers and what they were doing. I'm concerned about the variance, um, but we've got some major economic issues broiling under the surface. I, I, I'm concerned about all of it, um, but I think we're not going to get anywhere, Eric, um, until people start talking about things and quit labeling people. And Nancy, quit not <laughs> Nancy W. Quit coming on um, and opposing your pit and your. your bullying people and saying you're causing a public health disgrace because maybe it's you, maybe you're it. I love the fact that you want people talking to come in agreement. Um, I'm not, I'm right. You're wrong. Let's find solutions. That's where we need to be finding solutions, but it'll never happen. Um, <laughs> until we start doing something and, 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 um, and, and here's the deal. You know, I'm not, we're not going to shut up. We live here too. We all live here. Remember what it used to be like when, when pe people didn't look funny at you and, and you uh, walked down the street and people smiled and, and weren't like judging you. Remember what it was like when people didn't call you names to shut you up? Um, remember what it was like when kindness really meant kindness? Now half the people screaming at me have kindness posters in their front yard. Hypocrites. Remember what that was like? Yeah. Yeah. And I do have faith that we can get back to that. But it's not going to happen unless we quit bullying each other and start allowing all parents to have a say. 